Hello and welcome to the Naked Unicorn Podcast. I'm Jason Sroten, and today we are talking with my pal, Colin Ingram. Colin, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Good. This is a, a series we're doing on uh, all the staff members and team at ECG. And so today we're going to get to know you a little bit. So I know if you've listened to other podcasts, you kind of know what Colin does, but for the benefit of people who have not listened and are just on Colin's bio page, trying to get to know him, Colin, what do you do at ECG Productions? Uh, I do a little bit of everything. I uh, spend most of my time uh, you know, maintaining the studio and the warehouse and the gear and all that. Uh, but I'll do, you know, a little bit of editing. I'll do a fair amount of writing, um, you know, doing all of our gaffing and grip on set. Uh, I like to, I like to just find where I'm needed and, you know, fill that role. So. Yeah. And your writing help has been amazing. They just wrote an amazing commercial. I'm really excited about for ECG productions that I think is going to be fire. And I think having Colin in the room for writers meetings is awesome because Colin, you also do stand up comedy. I did. I don't, I don't so much anymore, but uh, Wait, I did for not? a number of years. Just, it, it, it got busy and cowardly and just kind of, uh, just kind of fell out of love with it, I guess. It, it is to me, one of the, hardest things to do unless you want to be a miserable person. <laughs> like, yeah. I think doing stand up comedy all the time is like so isolating. And I've, I've filmed a lot of stand up comics and their lives aren't awesome. Yeah. The, the community is like really great, especially in Atlanta. Like there are amazing shows and, you know, amazing just people, a, a lot of great people that have gone to do, you know, that are doing TV and doing stand up out in LA right now. But I just, it just, you know, stops being for me, but, uh, totally I still love all the people. I miss them more than actually doing it. Of course. Yeah. I, I like improv better than stand up. It's more collaborative. You don't feel so yeah, alone it, it, with the right improv group. <laughs> improv yeah, people right, right. so wrong so quickly. Oh, uh, well, yeah, yeah. Bad improvers are awful. We should do an ECG mm -hmm. improv. That'd be kind of fun. Um, oh, God. So, um, let's go, let's get to some basics. Cause there's some things I don't even know about you. Where were you mm -hmm. born? Uh, I was born in Atlanta. I was born at, um, I was born in Northside. No, Northside. Uh, I think Jace yeah. was born there too. Yeah. Uh, 1992. Uh, don't say that. Um, Georgia, Georgia, Georgia born and raised. And where'd you go to college? I went to the university of Georgia, uh, just like, uh, Jordan. Uh, and Trey and Wilson. Yeah, but are you as much of a sports fanatic for them as those guys? The, the, thing, is, the thing is that, like, I, I, I would say, like, I come from a, a very, like, a sports-centered family. Like, we, like, I love the Georgia Bulldogs, but I don't really care about football. Like, I will say that I don't care, but, the, like, but the second I'm placed in front of the TV watching it, um, it, it just like flips the switch in me that like, I have to, I have to pay attention. I have to care. It's just kind of, in, in, it's just how I was raised. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's so it's like, it's kind of like born into you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, I spent so many weekends just hanging with the parents and 
they were screaming at the television and stuff. It's just kind of how I was raised and I love it. I, I, but I can only, it's one of the things I can only engage with when I'm with other people. I would never watch sports by myself. Oh, interesting. I, I, I would, I, I wonder if that's common. I just don't, because I, I don't watch much sports. Not because I don't like them. It's just like, it's such a time commitment and I always feel let mm. down. I rarely feel victorious. Yeah. As, as long as it's like, like I get to participate in feeling like I'm a part of something, I'm usually pretty happy. Right. Yeah. So, um, along those lines, what's your most impactful childhood memory? Hmm. I don't know. Uh, there's like a bunch I feel like, it, like just generally impactful kind of a, it's tough. Um, cause I, I probably have a bunch of like uh, everything just freckling through my head. I think that, you you have certain things like I have certain things that are just like really stark. Like I remember a lot about like where I was and the, the entire day of uh, September 11th, just because that was such a massive event for my young. Because I was the uh, like seven or eight when it happened, and I just remember like every part of that day. That, um, that's how the Challenger was for me when it exploded. Uh, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah you that- just kind. Of, it's such a crazy world changing moment. Yeah. And we're in a world changing moment right now. Totally. I think about that a lot for like, you know, y'all's kids and stuff, like how they remember this. Well, they, they might not necessarily remember the, like the gravity of the situation more than they just remember the like weird, you know, habit change. Yeah. And if, you're, think, and I, if you're listening to this, like beyond 2020 right now, we're, we're in the pandemic. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're 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 knee deep in it. We're doing a okay, but we are very yeah, what, much. What is today's <laughs> date? It's like the ninth, April 9th. Dude, all the days blend together. The <laughs> days don't matter anymore. It, it, it's like it's what just day is a it? Long day. It's cr- it's a crazy time, man, to be alive. I I find it. Um, obviously, I don't want people dying, but I do find times like this exciting, and I feel mm. like strong minded and strong willed people str- thrive in these environments. Yeah. And I just, I just fucking love it. I, I love the challenge of it. Like, will we win? How will we, how will we be successful? It's just, uh, right. I, I like it. Um, what's the most dangerous thing you've ever done? Um, there was once in the British Virgin Islands, uh, I was down there with my family. We would, we would charter and sail our own, uh, catamaran because my, my uncle is that he would always, he, the whole family loves to sail. And we were down there, and one of my uncles, we were underneath the boat. It was a catamaran, so there's space underneath it yeah. uh, on either side of the pontoons. And there was a barracuda, um, and we were – and this, there's a chance that, like, the barracuda like, is, is of no danger, but I just this was, like, just a <laughs> stupid, dangerous thing. We're swimming up to this barracuda. My uncle's in front of me, and he grabs the barracuda's tail, and it whips around to face us. And it's that – if you've ever seen the movie Finding Nemo when the barracuda shows up and there's that like jagged tooth kind of like pale face, oh, yeah. it is, it, 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 it was like that. It was almost like he was hissing at us. I just remember being like, oh, this is a terrible idea. And my, my mom getting so mad at my uncle for letting us go down there with him. Barracudas <laughs> are crazy sharp teeth and lots of them. But they aren't, I don't know. Are they, are barracudas dangerous to I people? Mean, like they're not, something that you want to be swimming around i mean they're not going to try to eat you yeah um, i was like but they might take a they might take a little taste i don't know you don't hear hear, you know what i'm going to go with i'm going to go with no because you don't hear about many barracuda right like piranhas are probably more dangerous because like they swarm you but like 
I I don't even know what what that would be like. <laughs> Let's not think of it. Now I'm scared. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's the stupidest thing you've ever done? Once, uh, when I was in when I lived in in Athens when I was going to school and I, I did stand up. Um, I had a my my like my best friend, my comedy partner. We had we had our podcast and radio show uh, for a number of years. We tried to do. Uh, we would do variety shows. We we held um, a number of them where we would have like music and we would go up on stage and we would, you know, banter back and forth. Like we had the podcast, we were very good back and forth. But once we tried, it was his idea. We tried to do a 10 minute set, like completely unprepared for just like us going up there and just bouncing off of each other. And it was just the most horrible 10 minutes of my life of like, by minute three, I am just like visibly wanting to get off the stage and like nothing is working. Oh. And I, it was, it was, it was awful. And it was like, and you're a room of people that like know that you're capable of doing better and it's just not working and they're trying to support you, but like nothing is happening. It was, <laughs> oh. It was oh, that sounds nightmare. like one nightmare. Oh, it is. And then it's just like all the pity, like, yeah, that's great. Like you, we didn't even, you didn't get that. Cause people knew it's like, we, I don't, I don't want to talk about it. Like just, <laughs> Let me smoke my cigarettes in the back of this bar and just forget that this ever happened. The, and ladies and gentlemen, that is comedy. <laughs> like yeah. that is like you, even the best comics have those nights. Um, on the on the other end of the spectrum, what's the smartest thing you've ever done? The, like, uh, I don't know. It's tough because it's like it, it, it wasn't probably. This, this is going to sound cheesy, but I, I, when I was working at the restaurant before I worked at ECG. I was like really just kind of despondent and like trying to find work and probably like honestly randomly texting you out of the blue and being like, Hey, I want to come in for like a tour was probably cause I, 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 I hate that stuff. Like I hate putting, putting myself out there. That way. Yeah. yeah. And then that's, that's paid probably the most dividends of like any, like, you know, gotta see if this works kind of thing. <laughs> right. Like, right. <laughs> right. I, absolutely. I, I, I came to ECG with not much and it's given me so much. I'm so happy that you made that text, man. <laughs> We're very lucky <lippy. laughs> well, to have you. And I don't bring it up to be cheesy and be like, oh, oh dude, we've heard, nice I've heard story. that a lot through, through these, yeah. you know, and it's not that the, that I was expecting that answer, but it makes me super happy. That's, yeah. that's how we, that's how we want it to be. We want people to like, think, Hey, coming here was a really good move. Um, Definitely. what, what, did you study in college? Uh, I studied, um, it was called they, they changed the name of the, the major all the time. Cause it's really cryptic. Uh, we were mass media arts, which the year we, the year after we left, we changed it to entertainment and media studies. And now I think it's changed again. Uh, <laughs> it's a, it's, it's a journalism degree through the Grady college of journalism. Uh, I'm actually wearing the shirt today. Oh, no shit. Um, and yeah. so, so when you were at school, it was called the entertainment. What? It was, it will, when, when my degree, when I was at school, it was called math media arts. Okay. The, the, the year that I graduated, we met with like the head of the department, like my class, he was, we discussed how to change the name of it to be more applicable because mass media arts doesn't, it could be anything. Yeah. And it was re- entertainment media studies was closer. Cause it was like the closest the school had to a straight up like film production uh, major. Yeah. Um, but I think it's gone through changes again. So you talked a second ago about, you know, texting me and coming in, but like, mm-hmm. what was your story about? Like, how did you, how did you grow to where you are now? 
Well, I, when I grad, like, I, I always, I, I, I like to write, like, it, it's, you know, I, but a lot of what I write, I, I write sketches and just like, I write comedy and stuff. Oh, and yeah, your I, Hitler script. Yeah, that's still, that's still one of my favorites. I'd still love to get that one shot. <laughs> we should make that. What is the premise again? I the premise, the premise of that one was, it was a, it was a, cause it was very like telling for the situation I was in at the time. It was like, he's a kid going in for a job interview and then realizing that the company, the position that they were looking to fill was they were looking for the host body for the ghost of Hitler. Um, <laughs> and, it was, and that was like a very, like, I love sketch comedy. That was a very like Mr. Show esque. Oh, like, we, yeah. In college, we devoured Mr. Show. And that was like, that. I, I wanted to write it. Like that was Matt's style. Do we have to do that? I mean, I want, oh, I totally want to be could. the guy interviewing. Can I? Yeah, be no, the- yeah, there, there was two. Yeah. You totally fit. There was, there's a lot of great jokes in there, like the, the thermos and the facts. I think we could really Dude, do that. Dude, I want to, let's, let's put that on the roster of things we're going to do yeah, when this is over. The- I want to do that like so much. That yeah, would be I, I, so I, I, much I fun. Um, so what but, do you like most about, uh, oh yeah, we were talking about your journey. So you, oh, so, so you, I, we read that script. I remember yeah, that and I remember well, being like, this guy's really nice. Yeah. I, I, I texted, I texted you and then when I showed up, uh, you were out, you were sick. So Brandon took me around the office and then called me in. Initially, just I was just showing up on set and just kind of helping out. But I, I, I came to ECG as a writer, uh, but that didn't work. I don't think I was prepared for like the copywriting process. And it, 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 it wasn't for me. And onset stuff was something that I, even in college, I thought that I was not I would not enjoy. But once I like got started doing it, it was kind of I realized that it's what I really enjoy because it's a lot of it's active problem solving which I think is like what I'm really good at is staying on my feet and just like getting things done the best way I can and I I find it really fulfilling so it's just kind of a a happy accident to to fall into that but I still get to write which is awesome like you said Cam and I wrote that commercial and that was that was a lot of fun uh I'm really excited to to produce that that I think that's going to be very exemplary of you know it's going to be our best spot it's yeah, great. I'm I'm super hyped about it. It's it's fun to write it and not be like, oh, this is okay. To be like, no, let's get this pandemic over with so we can make this stuff personal. Yeah, man. There's I I mean, what this is doing is just inspiring me to, you know, mm-hmm. want to do more and take more advantage of of the creative resources that we have and and spend more time totally. with people. So, totally. oh man, I miss everybody so much. It's been well. You should see when you come back. You'll be you'll be happy to see the studio. I've. I've been busting ass back there. It looks very nice. Yeah. Hickson told me about that in his interview today. He said, he was like, one of the things he was like, even when we're shut down, we are making progress and it's awesome. Mm -hmm. He's like, you should see the studio. And I'm like, Oh my God. I told Jace to take me on a virtual tour. Uh, (laughs) He he wouldn't, he was like, I'm not going to carry my laptop around. (laughs) Well, it's so huge to be able to have like, we have a safe, clean space to continue to work and it's kept me so sane because like there are days when I show up and it's like hard to be motivated to do anything but once I get going it's like you know it feels good to make progress on something and like make good use of the time because I know a lot of people that are just in a situation where they just they don't have that and it's you know I'm very grateful to have a place where I can you know see different people that I trust are not infecting me and just kind of like feel like I'm productive and moving forward. Yeah, and, and with twenty thousand square feet, it's easy to mm. keep your social distance. 
Yes. Yeah. We, I don't have to see anybody, you know, we, we definitely aren't, aren't hugging and kissing all, all through these <laughs> Lots of hand washing. I'm sure. <laughs> yes. Oh uh, my God. My hands are destroyed. Oh, d- it, I have the worst dishpan hands. They're just yeah. so like crusty and gross. Oh, and I've yeah. had the virus already. So I, I'm now I'm never washing my hands again. Um, so, uh, the, what do you like most about working at ECG productions? Um, I think it's weird that we have such a, like, you know, we have a, a, a bunch of different kinds of people, but there's always, there's there's always like a, there's a unifying factor that like you hear a lot of people, especially in the corporate stuff, talk about like, Oh, you know, it's like working with a family and like working with a family. And I, I don't want to say that about us, but like, it is true that like I see these people more than I see my family. And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a good feeling that like, I don't, dislike going into work like i think that we're very we, we're very i feel like we're eh, not very good we're pretty good at conflict resolution when it comes to like it, you know interpersonal stuff i feel like not a lot is left to bubble over i feel like it's just honest you know i like the, the even in terms of like i feel like the employee employer relationship like i i know that i can come to you guys with with anything and you know genuine concerns and not be brushed aside they're like y'all will listen and we can address things and that like we can make stuff happen i don't i don't feel like i'm i'm you know and that makes me want to do better i feel like my my opinion matters my contributions matter and you know i get to feel like i have ownership over it like especially the new studio i think is 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 an example of that like it it feels like something i can take ownership of and i'm encouraged to do so i love it (laughs) and it's looking great and and it's going to be uh when we get back and we can have people again it's going to be amazing i'm so excited about it um what do you think in terms of we talk a lot about the ecg experience um Mm -hmm. how it relates to our clients and our staff and vendors um how would you describe it i think that a lot like most of the clients we work with and i couldn't you know give specific examples but i feel like a lot of our, when we interact with clients, they, they, they treat it, they have this vibe, like they're, they're on vacation from working is always the, the, the vibe that I get. Like we, we, I feel like we do a really good job of keeping a nice air professionality, but also making people feel comfortable because like video production for a lot of the clients we work with is just, it might not be something that they're used to. And to be able to come with them and, you know, be professional, but also speak on their level and make them feel comfortable and have a good time and enjoy their experience and feel like, you know, they got to help make something cool. I think it's something that we're very good at. Um, we're, we're a lot of, of young, <laughs> a lot of young and up and coming talent, uh, which is, a benefit for us because yep. you know we're, we're hungry we're hungry as hell um and we you know you can tell everyone wants to be there there's not like this jaded <laughs> sense of, like i'm just doing this for money and i think that's that's a, a huge benefit plus like the, the people we work with we our freelancers are i've learned everything i i know from you know uh brandon who used to work with us and then also all of our freelancers have been like just I learned everything from them. You know, the grips and the, the, the rigging grips and the, the gaffers we have, have have really made a big difference to our projects. Yeah. They, they've been great and, and they are great. And I agree. I mean, you're getting a different level of service and, mm. um, you know, it's, it, we only have one life. Why should it not be awesome? 
everything yeah. that we do. Let's try to make it awesome and fun. And if there are challenges, we'll tackle them together. And if we mess up, we're going to tell you. It's just, it's a real environment. I, I really like it. Um, what's your favorite type of project? I, I've lately, because, you know, it's funny, the stuff that we, we started whenever, like, that we were doing whenever I started here compared to what we're doing now is, you know, we still do that stuff, but it's few and far between in terms of the more corporate-y sort of interviewee setups, but we, we still do those. We still bust those out and do a great job, but we get to do a lot of creative work. Uh, I think the James Patterson shoots have been a lot of fun because they're, they're a unique challenge in that there are a certain set of like things to avoid in, in terms of the, the branding images and, you know, uh, char- characterization and stuff, but they, we get to be creative and do really interesting stuff. The, the, the 19th Christmas, the horror Christmas stuff was just a, everyone had ideas and everyone had, you know, we, we, we executed on them and we had a number of challenges to, to get those done. Then the same with the, the, um, the sword of the stars we just finished, uh, which we had that piece on that cam directed, uh, with the, the minis, which was amazing super and just cool. super fun. I, just, I like those, I like those because they're, they're never the same. They're not, they don't fill any stock template. Uh, yeah. we, we do never, I would like, the the Max Einstein uh, the pick a path game that that I made we was... just closed like ten more today really yes well I'm excited to see and what you, down the road and you know why that's awesome because it just shows you just keep grinding keep putting it in even during this time you can come oh, yeah. up with creative solutions to stay in business <laughs> you know oh. I mean it it is rough out there it's very very interesting um, what's your biggest pet peeve I. I, I don't like, um, I don't like like random or unfounded, like abuses of power. Like I, I think that like, you know, sort of unearned sense of authority really upsets me. (laughs) Like I, I, I don't respond to it. Well, uh, that's kind of been, that was like my biggest issue in school. I was, I did great in school, but I always get in trouble just because teachers always said that they're like, Colin doesn't think the rules apply to him, which is not really true. Like I love structure. I need structure, right? but I, I, I rebel against that structure when I feel like it's like, Dumb. you know, yeah. And it's, and, and that's not like a, a common thing for me, but I, it, is, it, it upsets me. I don't like seeing people treat people poorly off of some perceived sense of being better than them. I, it, do, it, it, I do not like being told what to do by somebody who is dumber than I am it drives me, it drives me crazy. Like if somebody's like my, the boss, um, yeah. I think that's what drove me to be an entrepreneur is I was like, Oh my God, I can't imagine working for more dumb people. And so yeah. many dumb people <laughs> do have the ability to climb the ranks. It's, it becomes totally. a political game. I mean, that's, how it happens a lot in the corporate world from at least my experience. And I don't know how it's changed. I've been out of that space for a long time, but man, God, that's rough. It's, it's really hard. Uh, what's mm-hmm. your biggest um, fear? I, I probably, I, I have a constant fear of like the, of, you know, maybe not being, not like fully utilizing or my, my I don't know. It's hard to, hard to place the words. I fear that like people of not being needed. Like I have a desperate fear of like, you know, I, I need to be, I, I mean, it's 
every stand-up comedian you've ever met, and I don't consider myself a stand-up comedian anymore. Like, right. But everyone I met who does stand-up, everyone's always like, oh, how do you do it? Like, you don't care what people think. No, like, you care immensely what people think. <laughs> yeah, right. You care, you care so much what people think that you put on the air that you don't because it, it supports people liking you. Right, it's <laughs> like, a shield. Oh, yeah. Stand-up comedy is, like, the most selfish form of artistic expression because it's, it's different than music because with music, it's, like, the instrument and you're going off practices, but, like, with stand-up, it's, like, no, I went up there, I said things that I came up with, and you laughed at me. Like, it's there narcissistic. No oh, totally. And I, I probably, that, uh, that fear of, like, not being liked, I can't, un- like, fathom the idea. It, it, it breaks me of, like, someone doesn't like me, and that's something I've had to, like, learn that's, like, you're not going to make everyone like you, and that's totally fine. Yeah, that's a, it's a tough thing to learn. I'm always mm-hmm. surprised when people don't like me. I feel like I'm, I'm like, <laughs> why, why doesn't that person like me? What did I do yeah. to them? What did I do? I, I don't end up caring. I think that that's yeah. thankfully, but I'm always just curious. Like what could I have done to that person to make them not like me? And then right. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Give me like, a, 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 like the five minutes of, of thought and then just be like, all right, yeah. time to move on. It'll be, pa- I can, I'm good at brushing that shit off. Um, mm-hmm. So, the the last question I have for you, which is um, one of my favorites, it's what are you most excited about for uh, for future Colin? Probably, I feel like we it, it, it kind of for, for me personally, but also for everyone at UCG. Like, I feel like we we're we've hit such a kind of turbocharge in our trajectory of, in terms of the work we do that that I think that you know, it, it's only going to go further from here. And I just, I just want to make cool shit. Like yeah. that's kind of all you can, all I feel like we can ask for in life. Like I don't, I don't really want or have any desire to make some grand feature epic. It's just, it's just not really something I'm, I'm passionate about, but like I want to do a variety. It's for me, it's more about the variety of things and like ah, yes. trying new things and, and doing different kinds of work. Like I, I just think that, that's the stuff that I'm most excited for, you know, professionally. And, and I'd say personally, it's the same, it's the same thing. Like, I feel like we, we live in a, we do it, we work in a profession that like, you can't really separate work from, from, because it's, it's, if you do, you're going to hate it because you, you have to sacrifice so much, but if you don't enjoy this kind of work and it's not your main focus, it's just not really something you should be doing. <laughs> yep. A- absolutely. Good points. Well, we're very lucky to have you Colin. Having you on the team has been so fucking awesome and you're so fun to be around and hilarious and such a good worker. So thank you for being part, no of, problem. part of the team. If people want to connect with you, Colin, what's your IG handle and what's your email address so that people can uh, hit you up? So everything, all of my handles on anything, like if, if, if it requires a username, you can look for me under this name and I'll be there. Uh, Grizzly Ingrams. Uh, I have an infinity. I just, I love bears. And it's like a dumb Grizzly Adams joke that I made like <laughs> in like two, in like 2008. And I just, I never changed it. It's just kind of become my handle for everything. So on Instagram, you know, Grizzly Ingrams, uh, Grizzly Ingrams at gmail.com. Uh, you know, PlayStation, you know, uh, World of Warcraft, anything you want, you want to find me and you can look me up. <laughs> and your ECG is uh, Colin at ECGprod.com. That's me. And Colin, how do you spell Ingram for people who are looking for Grizzly Ingrams? 
It's a I N G R A M, and then there's just an S at the end. All right, nice, Colin. Thank you for your time today on behalf of ECG Productions and the Naked Unicorn Podcast. I'm Jason Sorotin, and we will see you next time. <laughs>